Welcome to the TPC Podcast. Thanks for listening. The Pentecostal Church is located at 3700 Kelly Highway in Fort Smith, Arkansas. With roots anchored firmly right here in the Arkansas River Valley, it continues to be a beacon of hope in a hopeless world and a hospital for hurting souls. TPC is a place where you can call home and fulfill your calling in the kingdom of God. Join us for this incredible word from the Lord today. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. In your Bibles, in the book of Exodus, chapter number 15. The book of Exodus, chapter number 15. Oh, I feel his presence in this place today. Oh, I feel his sweet presence in this place today. Hallelujah. We surrender to you, Jesus. Have your way in our midst, Lord. I want to read verse number one and verse number two of the book of Exodus chapter number 15. Then sang Moses and the children of Israel this song unto the Lord and spake, saying, I will sing unto the Lord, for he hath triumphed gloriously. The horse and his rider hath he thrown into the sea. Verse number two, the Lord is my strength and song. He has become my salvation. He is my God. And I will prepare him in habitation. My Father's God. And I will exalt him. Verse number two. In this song that Moses sang. He said the Lord is my strength. The Lord is my strength. And that's what I want to preach for the next few moments by the help of the Lord. The Lord, somebody say that. The Lord Lord. is my strength. And you said in Jesus' name, you may be seated. The Lord is my strength. If you take the context of the book of Exodus, if you studied the latter chapters of the book of Genesis and the 14 chapters before we read the 15th chapter of the book of Exodus, you will find that there has been a time of great struggle with the children of Israel. I will just sort of summarize it and just share that there has been 400 years of bondage in Egypt of the Israelites. They have been there and they have served until they became slaves. There were those that lived that knew Joseph and then those died that knew not Joseph insomuch that their servitude turned into slavery. 
And by the fear of the Egyptians, they controlled the Israelites into great heartache and great slavery. Insomuch that it took a time where people who were tired of being in slavery began to lift their voice and begin to cry out to God and begin to actually pray. And when they began to pray, the Lord heard their prayer and began to set into motion the exodus out of Egyptian bondage, the deliverance from what they had been through with promises to be fulfilled that had been promised to the fathers before. So this is the story that no doubt you've heard or learned before or read through your, your Bible and your scripture. You know that is the summary of Israel coming out of the Egyptian bondage and slavery. You will find that there is a struggle. There is a struggle. There is suffering. There is dying. There is beatings there is a stranglehold it brought weakness to the people of Israel <clears throat> until they began to their last resort began to cry out to the God of Israel we all face the struggle of weakness somewhere in our life things that we struggle with issues that we struggle with maybe even represents a bondage that we're in. Something that controls us and we cannot control ourselves. Something that controls our day that we can't control ourselves. But God is listening to the voice of his people. You and I are his creation. And God is waiting for you and for myself to lift our voice and say, God, it's me again. And I have come to lift up my voice saying I'm tired of being weak. <clears throat> and now that I am weak and now that I am bound and now that I am struggling and now that I am limited, I am lifting my voice that in hopes there is a God who is above all who can do things that I cannot do. And I'm inviting you into my dilemma. I need your strength. I need your help. I need your deliverance. And so God began the process and delivered them out of Egyptian bondage. He gave them an exodus from those things that had them bound. Can I just pause for a moment to tell this congregation and those who may be joining us wherever you are that God can give you an exodus from the bondage in your life. You've lived long enough in your slavery. You've lived long enough captive to the things that had you pushed down in a corner, in a stranglehold, in destruction, in heartache. God has come to create an exodus for you today from those things. There's an exodus in your life. You can leave that place of defeat. I know I'm trying to get past a lot of turkey and dressing here 
the last few days. I'm with you, okay? I'm one of you. But can we together, just for a few moments, know that God has got some amazing things He wants you and I to close this year out in. And that is some things of victory. The enemy would like to push you down to defeat. The enemy would like to tell you you're bound to this. You're chained to this. You're a slave to this. You was, you was born in this. This has been pushed on you. There's no way out. But I believe today God can give you an exodus from the struggles in your life. All I can tell you is what grandma said and what mom and daddy said and what I've learned on my life journey and that is prayer is a powerful thing. Prayer is a powerful thing. When you look around and everything around you has a hold on you. When you look around you and you realize I tried before and it didn't work. When you look around and you're in great defeat, I come to tell you, if you lift up your voice and you just begin to talk to Jesus, he is the one that will be your strength. The Lord is your strength. Strength. Now I have to tell you that if, if you're waiting on the singer to sing you through this, you may get disappointed because we got to go after a while. If you're waiting on the preacher just to preach you through this, I, I, I want to bring the word and the word's going to go home with you, but I can't go home with you today. You may be disappointed after a while. If you're waiting on your neighbor to help you through this, thank God for friends and families and brothers and sisters. But after a while, they gotta turn the lights out and go to sleep. But if I can tell you one thing, God never sleeps. He never travels so far that he can't hear your prayer. And when you open up your mouth and you let the fruit of your lips begin to say, Lord, I need you. I'm struggling. I'm weak. I'm suffering. I'm bound. I'm hungry. I'm thirsty. I'm weary. I'm tired. The Lord said, I will be your strength. You may be seated. Maybe we need to travel on here just a moment. So God delivered them out of Egypt and God brought them through, through the Red Sea. So God brings you out, not to just stop there, but God wants to take you through some other things. He's gonna bring you out. He's gonna give you resources to take you through through the Red Sea. And then God brought them to the promised land. See, he made some promises to you and to those before you that he wants to fulfill in you and for you. There's some promises. I, I don't know, for those of you who may have been in church or been around church or sat with your grandmama or your grandpapa or maybe with an aunt or an uncle or maybe you just tuned into a service somewhere or maybe got you were somewhere at some convention or conference and somebody sang a song or preached a message or maybe you just were sitting in a prayer meeting or maybe somehow you were exposed to the presence of God and there's some promises begin to come out and some prophecies begin to 
come forth. I'm telling you, God is going to complete his promises. God's prophecies will be fulfilled in the church. It will be fulfilled in our lives. God is bringing us out of bondage. God is bringing us through the Red Sea so that God can bring us to his promises. To his promises. I'm ready for some promises, but I can't do this by myself. I can't make this journey alone. I can't see this accomplished in my own education and intellect. I must have the Lord's help. And there's nothing wrong with me praying, saying, Lord, I need your help. I need your help. I'm standing here in the need of help. I got my hand lifted. I got my heart open. And I'm just saying, Lord, I've been through some things. I've been, I've been out of some things. I've been through some things. I've come to something. And I feel like I'm on the precipice of some promises being fulfilled. I believe I'm on the precipice of some great miracles happening in my life. And whatever the enemy is meaning for harm, God is about to turn it around and be a blessing for you. There's about to be some provision in your life, some healings in your life, some miracles in your life. It's not over yet. God has got some promises that he wants to fulfill in your life. All I need to do is say, Lord, I need your help. None of us are batting 100% all the time. None of us are perfect 100% of the time. Sometimes I'm struggling. Sometimes you're struggling. Sometimes we all need a pat on the back or a phone call or a text or a positive email to say, you're gonna make it through this. You're gonna overcome this. You've got some promises God has brought you right to the door of. Don't you allow the adversary to steal your deliverance and steal your blessing and take you from some things and to some things. Is this all right on post-Thanksgiving Sunday? I'm not willing to end this year just kind of coasting, letting the enemy get his foot on my head. I'm, I'm not willing just to kind of just kind of coast through this thing and let him lie and tell me things that aren't true. So, well, I heard that if it's from the devil, it's a lie. He can't tell the truth. Ever. So just kind of sift it out and see, was that God or was that Satan? And if it's not God, you got a pretty good shot that it's from the devil and it's a lie. The enemy trying to destroy your faith and tell you you can't make it. But the day has already arrived that God has brought you to a place he's going to give you and if he's going to give you the cities you didn't build, and if you're going to eat the grapes you didn't plant and the vineyards you didn't plant, God's going to take care of the giants that are in the land. See, there's always going to be a fight. We just have to determine the fight is not ours. There's always going to be a fight. I've just got to realize this is not my fight. I need the Lord to help me in this fight. 
because this is not what I can do. This is what God can do. I'm limited in my ability. I can talk, I, I can pray, I can share, I can, be a, I can be present, I can help as much as I can. But at the end of the day, I got to sleep at some point. You got to sleep at some point. You, you got too many things you can carry and you got to lay some things down. You got to cast some cares on the Lord. But it's at that point that the Lord said, I've been waiting on that prayer. I've been waiting on this moment to tell you whenever you're weary and you're tired and you're done, if you'll give it to me, I am your God. I am your Father's God and I can do works that you cannot do. I can take care of giants in your life that you cannot Giants, giants, giants in your life. Giants in your life. Big things in your life. What am I gonna do? You got giants in the land. You don't, you don't have to raise your hand or even shake your head or even whatever. You just, you just sit there like, this is just me. But have you ever got through thing after thing after thing and thought, this is it? I see some stuff here. And all of a sudden, giants arise. I thought we'd overcome that. I thought we'd won that. Here's some giants in your life. What are we going to do with these giants? They're so big, you can't get over them. They're so wide, you can't get around them. What are we going to do with this? How are we going to overcome this? Then I started looking a little bit closer to the, the words of Paul. In 2 Corinthians chapter number 10, when he's talking to the church at Corinth, he said, I need to remind you, for though we walk in the flesh, we do not war after the flesh. We're walking in the flesh, but we're not warring after the flesh. For the weapons of our warfare are not carnal, but they're mighty through God to the pulling down of strongholds. This is not a fight in the flesh. This is something that we have to work in the spirit. This is something that your submission to God and my submission to God will begin the process of pulling down strongholds. Running out the giants of your life. Well, pastor, I'm sick. I'm, I'm sick, I'm physically ill, I'm having these issues. You know what? Those are not your fights. Those are God's fights. Because you can't heal yourself. As much as you want to heal yourself, you can't heal yourself. Now there's a lot of things we can do to keep from getting sicker. But you can't heal yourself. It's going to be God that's going to give the direction in your life to bring healing in your body. This is not, this is not a fight in the flesh. <coughs> this is a fight after the spirit. And so we don't go around looking for a weapon, a sword, or a gun, or a cannon, or a, or a fighter jet. Or a politician. You can't fight this in the flesh. This is a spiritual warfare that's going on. 
That's why, that's why the church can't be bipolar. We can't come to church and say God's in control and on Monday we're wringing our hands saying, what am I going to do about this? You would go crazy trying to be one thing out there and something else in here. Somewhere we've got to get a hold of this. He's my God on Sunday. He's my God on Monday. He's my God on Tuesday and Wednesday. He's fighting for me on Wednesday. He's fighting for me on Thursday. Every day of the week, he is my God. He is my help. He is my source. He is my strength. Everything I have is in him. Amen. When I'm sick in my body, I turn to him. When my economics are struggling, I turn to him. Whenever my relationships are in jeopardy, I turn to him. This is one thing I know through prayer. God can move me. God can touch me. God can heal me. I'm not just praying for everybody else involved. I'm praying for me because if God will direct my steps, if God will order my steps, if God will speak to me, I know God can and work on me and he will have me where he wants me to be. He is my help. The Lord is my help. And there's strongholds. Strongholds in our life. It's amazing. It's amazing how strongholds keep us from the promises of God. It's amazing how strongholds keep us from the blessings of God, from the peace of God. Strongholds in our life. Weaknesses. That's a stronghold, some weaknesses you got. A bad habit that you got. It's a stronghold. Man, if I could just get over this mountain and around this wall of this bad habit... I wouldn't have the struggles I have. That's a stronghold. It's got a hold on you. It's denying you faith. Your rotten attitude. Jealous spirit. Anger. Outburst. Explosive tempers. A fragile self-image. Ferocious appetites of certain things. Distrust for authority. Strongholds. Strongholds. A male figure abused me one time, so I don't want to hear what any man has got to say again. A female figure abandoned me one time, so I don't trust any woman. Strongholds. Well, my daddy had a bad temper. I got that from my side of the family. I'm Irish. (laughs) If I did everything the Irish did because I'm Irish, I'd be drunk today. but I'm sober. I don't drink, but I'm Irish. I overcame the stronghold. Well, my family's got these habits and this is just where it is and this is just what it is. No, it's not. No, it's not. That's a stronghold that the enemy has gotten you into to say you'll never get over this. You are always poor and you'll always be poor. You never had anything and you'll never have anything. 
Nobody in your family had faith. They all questioned God, and all you're going to do all your life is just question everything about God. The devil is a lie. That's a stronghold that the enemy has talked you into that the Word of God wants to tell you I'm going to break you free from. Your spouse is always going to be sick. Your child is always going to be sick. They're always going to have this disease. They're always, this is, comes from generations of this heart condition or whatever it might be. The devil is a lie. God is the one who made this body. We are fearfully and wonderfully made by God and by the power of God and the healing virtue of Jesus Christ. We are healed. Strongholds. Strongholds. We got out of Egypt. We crossed through the Red Sea. But now we got giants. It's amazing that the devil never gives up on you. If you're, a, if you're 15 or if you're 115 in this place today, the enemy will never give up on you. If you've been married for 24 hours or 24 years, the devil will never give up on you. He's trying to destroy your marriage, your home, your family. He wants to rip it apart. And he wants to do all kind of mess in your life. But God is saying, I will be your strength. You know what I believe? I believe God's ear is just attentive to the, to the earth saying, I'm waiting for somebody just to cry out to me. That's my child. That's my children. I'm just waiting for somebody to lift up their voice and say, Lord, I'm struggling here and I can't do this by myself and I need your help. I'm telling you, God is here. He's listening. He's listening. And the Bible says if you just start praying, if you just lift up your voice in your weak condition, and if you just lift up in your feeble way, if you just lift up your voice and say, Lord, I need your help. Help is on the way. The Lord is my help. Strongholds. There are some promises that God wants to, God wants to actually complete in your life before January 1 of 2023 there's some promises that God made to you that he wants to fulfill before the first day of the new year and I'm telling you this is no time for you to sit back and relax this is time for this church to rise up this is time for individuals who are part of this congregation right here today to rise up and say there's some we are standing at the blessings and the promised land that's before us and just because there's some tall and some wide and some strong adversaries in our path God is with us and if God be for us if God is on your side if God is with you then who can be against 
against you. Every stronghold, every lie of the adversary, every deceitful tactic of the enemy is going to be destroyed and brought into captivity because God is your strength. Oh, I feel something happening in the Holy Ghost here today. I was just prophetic a moment ago telling somebody, if you just reach for it, something is going to be provided. There's going to be some promises unlocked in your life. There's going to be some change and transition in your spirit. Before January 1, it's time for somebody to arise and say, I'm ready to overcome my strongholds. Be healed in the name of Jesus. Be healed in the name of Jesus. I bind every obstacle that would try to destroy you, every misstep, everything that would be in your pathway that would cause grief in your marriage and in your home and in your life. I pull it down by the authority of the name of Jesus. We take dominion over the strongholds of the adversary. Come on, I'm not disgruntled. I'm not discontent. I'm not disturbed. I am making up in my mind today. I am committed to him. My hand is reaching out to him. And the Lord is my strength. The Lord is my strength. Come on, somebody ought to pray for that miracle of healing right now. I believe there's some miracles of healing of your body in this room right now. Come on, there's some, there's some gross that are disappearing right now. Somebody ought to speak that word whether you know about them or not. If somebody would just reach out in faith for a moment, I believe there's some miracles happening in this room right now. Come on, the Lord. The Lord is my strength. Come on, some of y'all have learned to live with some habits. You've learned to live with some unforgiveness. You've learned to live with some hatred. You're just kind of living the best way you can. But I come to tell you in the Holy Ghost today, God wants to deliver you from that stronghold. The enemy is trying to deny you your promise because you have a weak faith. But God wants to strengthen your faith today because he wants you to overcome the stronghold. Somebody is about to sing the song that Moses sang. I will sing unto the Lord, for he has triumphed gloriously. The horse and his rider is thrown into the sea. The Lord is my strength. The Lord. See, see, I know this is not great homiletical preaching. I'm not trying to be homiletically correct today. I'm trying to preach to you that the preacher is not your strength. 
The singer is not your strength. The Lord is your strength. Walk into your house today and walk through your house today and declare the Lord is in this house and the Lord is my strength. Come on, I know there's junk happening in your life, but it's all right. The Lord is your strength. Come on, ladies, walk in your kitchen and speak it. The Lord is my strength. Walk in your bedroom and speak it. The Lord is my strength. Walk in the hallways of your house and speak it. The Lord is my strength. Walk on your job tomorrow. And when you walk in the doors of the place that you work, you let it be whispered under your breath, the Lord is my strength. At high noon on a Monday, somebody needs to lift their voice and say, the Lord is my strength. On Wednesday, when the adversary comes against you, you need to lift your voice and say, I am not alone in what I am doing. The Lord is my strength. Brother and Sister McClintock, the Lord has called you to do what you're doing. But let me tell you, you can't do it by yourself. He'll use your experience and your wisdom, and he'll give you all of that. But I'm going to tell you, there's going to be days that you're just going to have to look up and say, the Lord is my strength. There's not another person I know to call, but I can call on the Lord. Brother Patrick, how many times have me and you joined in prayer in our offices and said, it's not what we can do, but the Lord is our strength. Come on, I know some moms and dads and some individuals in this building that we have prayed together and said, we can't do anymore. It's beyond what we can do, but the Lord is our strength. The Lord is our source and resource, and on him do we trust today. Place your hand on your neighbor's shoulder if that's appropriate where you are. And I need you to pray a prayer. <laughs> Come on, it's, it's just prayer time here at TPC. It's prayer time. <laughs> Something is happening in this room today and beyond this room today that I cannot explain. God is doing something on your behalf before the clock strikes 12 on January 1 you're going to walk into cities you didn't build and houses you didn't build you're going to eat from vineyards you didn't plant somebody ought to lift your voice and you ought to declare it today I surrender to you Lord I need your strength I need your strength I need your strength today, God. Some of you men turn around there with Brother Gary and Brother Travis. Y'all lay your hands on Brother Sam Garrett. 
Some of you brothers, turn around there behind you. This man needs a healing in his body. He needs a miracle right now. Somebody lay your hands on him and speak the healing. Come on. Don't just pray for him. I need somebody to speak a miracle of healing in his body right now. This man of God needs a miracle. Come on, if there's somebody around you that needs a healing in their body, don't be shy. Reach over and lay your hand on them and speak a healing in their body. Heal their mind, Lord. Heal their heart, Lord. Heal their back, Lord. Heal their bodies, Lord. Thank you for taking the time to join us today. I hope this word has blessed you. If you are in the River Valley area and are looking for a church to attend, we would love for you to join us right here at TPC. Services are Sunday at 11 a.m. and Wednesday evening at 7 p.m. You can visit us at our website at www.tpcfortsmith.com and on Facebook at the Pentecostal Church Fort Smith. Here you will find any information you may need. Thank you and God bless.